Welcome to the podcast Rise and Play. I am Sophie Vaux, your podcast host. I bring together leaders, entrepreneurs, fund makers, investors, and educators who are here to make a change in the industry. For a brighter and healthier future of the games we will make, and how we will make them. We're here to start a conversation because listening and asking the hard questions is sometimes enough to inspire change in us, to take the leap to. Let's begin. Today, I am delighted to welcome Ivana Porebniak on my podcast. Ivana is currently the executive director of AB Games. Her background is in tax lawyer and business development consulting. She has 12 years of experience working in IT service businesses and three years working in the gaming industry. Now, she is an active member of the Ukrainian IT and game dev community in a Ukrainian IT cluster ecosystem development and also a driver of Ukrainian Game Dev Association. She is running currently an initiative to help the community named as AB Library that uh, she runs as well with a company. So hi, Ivana. How are you? Hi, Sophia. I'm okay. Thank you. Really pleased to have you. Before we get into the question, I'd like to understand more from your whole journey. You started with tax, lawyer, business development. How did you end up in games from this background? What happened? Oh, actually, it was like a long story. And just to make a long story short, I would tell that. So in my background, as you have already told, uh, I was a lawyer and a tax lawyer, a consultant. And AB Games was one of my clients. I provided some development services to them as tax lawyers. And in my day, just uh, this project, this client became so huge that I decided to focus uh, only on this project. So I um, transferred all my other clients to my colleagues and focused only on AB Games. And in six, seven months, uh, AB Games owner made me an offer to join the company as um, CEO of the company. Company. So actually, I was interested in the business. I was involved in uh, IT service before AB Games, and I wanted to start a something from scratch. You know, like when you I, when I joined to IT service, I finished my career like uh, a partner of a law firm. Then I decided to start something from scratch. I joined to. IT service company and uh, provided them some legal and business development services and spent there like nine years of expertise in IT and four years in company itself. Then I decided to um, provide like uh, to work as a freelance, as a business consultant. And then AB Games became uh, one of my clients. So I decided to start from the very beginning, when you want to know something more, when you are interested in something, you know, this interest is my inner driver. And so I just know this IT service and it was, I was okay with it. Everything was quite familiar to me. And gaming industry was something new, curious, a child. Uh, so I joined the, the company as a lawyer. And then in uh, seven or six months, I was made an offer and to be a CEO. And it was like, you know, a challenge for me. I was very glad, to be frank, to have this uh, role, to try my new skills. So, yeah. 
It's awesome. And I have to say, it's quite impressive. After you said six, seven months, you had an offer to become CEO. I'm really curious, how did that happen? It's, you know, fast forward promotion. Yeah. How, how did that offer come? What did they see? You know, how did they even pitch to you to become the CEO of a company? Actually, I've finished some part of law tasks. We agreed, like all my commits uh, on uh, law things. Then uh, I have some spare time. So we decided that perhaps it would be a good idea, you know, like uh, AB Games uh, was, uh, the Times was like a small studio and um, the owner decided, and actually the owner is lead game designer here and he's a product owner of uh, two new projects. And actually he suggested me to take the responsibility for all the potting uh, processes like recruiting, HR, accounting, legal, administration administrative things. So some of them I was familiar uh, due to my experience in previous uh, business. Some of them was quite new for me. For example, recruiting in the gaming industry quite different. So I need to make a team to hire new people and to make them working as one team. And it was quite interesting for me. And one more challenge was to discover how the game is actually developed. What are the process? What is the main business process? How it's structured? What every role in the company is responsible for? What model they use, like Kanban or some waterfall, to actually manage the projects? So there were a lot of information, but it was very interesting times. So as you've been now three years, uh, CEO of AB Games Company. So I don't know when it started, but on the side, there's also AB Library, which is the whole database of knowledge sharing with the community. I understand you're also at the head of that. Can you tell me more how it started? Why did you start this? And you know, what's your motivation? I like your question. You know, two of my personal values are development and sharing. So here in Ukraine, we develop IT clusters, as you have already told in my introduction of and this IT cluster in the service IT business all around the country, where are the main values also development and sharing. So I was involved in all this community and this my previous experience inspired me for such a social project. And, you know, I just believe in uh, this law of communicating vessels, ecosystem, if to paraphrase. Uh, you know, you just share something with others and the system, the whole system uh, contributes. You also contribute as a part of the system. So as for me, it's like uh, in this way, sharing is working. And I also, one of my personal values, I would say, I wouldn't say it, it's value, it's is this driver is development. So all the time I'm this development process, like a lifelong uh, learning. Uh, as a curious uh, child, uh, everything I had I have to start something new all the time and discovering uh, the world around. And actually, founder came with the idea, uh, it was his childhood dream, to have a huge library of art books. And then we just sat together and developed this idea. 
this uh, vision. So we broadened this vision to a place where the game community is gathering together, uh, where we can meet interesting people from global game dev. Uh, we make podcasts there. Everyone can follow us and on Instagram, where we share some narrative stories on art books and events we have. Actually, I have a very good team, uh, yes, uh, that I can rely on, and they do a, a great job, a, a big job. We decided that it will be not only like a library where you can come and see and touch and uh, read this art book. Uh, you just, it's like a platform with events, with other people, with like platform for sharing of experience, sharing of knowledge. And actually, uh, then we decided that the, our audience is very narrow, like only people who are working inside. We need to develop uh, this as their ecosystem. So, you know, I remember that IT service community uh, was very uh, friendly. It was very uh, strong. And when I came here to game dev in Ukraine, I just feel that uh, it's not so like a huge wall that is standing and it, it is not so... It's friendly, but it's not so strong. So, uh, like, uh, one of the mission, like, inside uh, me somewhere was to make this community so strong that we can be, uh, like, we can move the wall around the world, something like this. So, we need the place for this community, and the idea was that we can take and make this project a library for the whole community. Everybody can come here and to work here, and you know, we, uh, there is uh, this idea of uh, diversity. We wanted uh, when we wanted here cinema, futurology, science, uh, fiction, arts, games to be mixed, and in this mix something wonderful, something amazing can be born. Uh, so that was the idea. And everybody who uh, was in game dev community came come and work here. Be inspired of those accommodation we have for the project because it's 600 meters with this very beautiful view on the main river of Ukraine, Dnipro, on the 10th floor on the hill where you have very wonderful landscape and a lot of art books we are going to finish this year with more than 1000 of art books so everybody can come and use this benefit and i believe that due to this something new something like new unicorn will be born uh, in ukraine that's like uh, the system contributes you just contribute to this system, to the ecosystem, and something will will be born in you, and something great. I I believe in it. Mm. I can also relate to that, where especially like creating this ecosystem of giving knowledge, you know, to your community, having um, maybe creativity, tinkering with the community, with uh, also the materials. As I understand, like a thousand books, it's a lot. So it's very inspiring probably as a space. So it makes me really curious if I go to Ukraine to visit this place because it looks like a bit, I can imagine a, a magical library, you know, where you can just get lost in the books and get inspired. And maybe 
give birth to a new idea. So I, I can relate to that. And it's, I think it sounds great. Very inspiring mission. Very nice as well. Impact, I would say, for the community in Ukraine. Dev community with uh, the dream, you know, that a unicorn, a big hit comes from Ukraine. And that's very uh, sweet to hear all of that. I'm touched by that mission that as well you have and what you've uh, built as well with AB for the whole community of Ukraine and game dev. Thank you. And between then the time of AB library and AB games, because you're still the CEO of AB games, how do you manage the times and priority? How do you organize yourself? Um, actually, I use some instruments for organizing, but the main thing is, you know, I have three kids and a dog and a husband. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a demand for a self-development. And that's why I need to manage my time very diligently because, you know, this um, wheel of a balance should be uh, like a wheel, not like a star of like some one sphere to be full and the others uh, can be, uh, can, can suffer. Uh, so actually I decided for myself that weekends and all the evenings are for my family, friends and hobbies. I'm playing uh, Han. I started to take the lessons because it was my, I just remember it was almost new year and I was lying in the bed and just thinking that, oh my God, all the time I wanted to to play some music, some, some, some instrument and I like as much hung and uh, then I just went to... Uh, to look uh, what's going on in Facebook pages uh, on my friends. And I uh, found the message that was advertisement of some post of one of them that she is uh, selling hung. It was 1 a.m. And oh, I, just, I decided to write to her that, you know, I will, I, I want to come and to try to to play. And she answered me that you know, you can you can come let's come so i came and i bought hang and then i decided to take this uh, lessons i found a coach who is doing it with me so it's my hobby and it takes me every day 15 minutes of a day and very good i would say like a sport for a brain because i just noticed the brain is working very strange so the first time when you are doing something or just studying learning some new melody it's so hard it's so i just so hard for me so i'm thinking what uh, where i should put my finger on this instrument and there is the other day the next day everything it was is quite okay the next day is better so like that's why i need this time for myself and i like to read a lot i like to study all the time i'm studying somewhere i'm reading a lot so i need this time that's why evenings and weekends family mornings are for me so I, i'm doing some yoga or i'm just have some running and the rest is my work. It's like thing I think uh, is the best for me to uh, to be sure that everything is okay. I'm just uh, have this feeling that you just uh, close your eyes and see what's going on in your body, and the body will all the time will will tell you the truth of what's going on. If something is uh, like hidden somewhere, something is wrong. 
uh, you will know that oh you need you need to spend more uh, time with your family or you need to have a good result on work just take and take this time for your work or you need a little more sport just go to, to swim somewhere or something like this so I'm, I'm listening something in my body and asking all the time what is the best for me now so all these coaching questions are very helpful in my everyday routine um, yeah once my son asked me what i'm doing for a living and what does it mean exactly and i would say that it was as hardest and simplest question in a time because uh, i'm doing everything but uh, it's very hard to explain what exactly i'm doing and perhaps how my friend all the time my friends are wondering how can i find the time for all my activities so it's like uh, a challenge that's impressive and you mentioned a few points I, i'd like to reflect a bit with you so i think the first is about the discipline i am really impressed by you have i would say almost three roles in your life like mother wife so personal life and ceo and then ab library and taking care of yourself And so you just described briefly a routine that you have for yourself, which is very important to establish when your time is, you know, scarce. You have to organize yourself. So I think this is one takeaway. I hear from you that it's not accidental. It's very intentional how you spend your time in things that matter for you. And you have clarity as well uh, why you use the time in this way. So that's the first point. And second point which I find quite interesting is listening to your body. And I think this is something that I hear not so often mentioned as well by leaders or CEO, where you have to check with yourself, what do you need? You know, we, we live in this world really of data where we are trusting data, external factors to hear what you need now and uh, a bit disconnected more from our emotions, from what we need. And you seem to talk more about that that you trust your feelings, you trust what your body tells you, and then act accordingly based on what happens. So that's a very good as well internal system, you know, to how to balance all of this. And that leads me even to the follow-up question about all this uh, discipline that you have. What do you give credits to today to make it, this all happen? Because it sounds to me I, I don't have a family yet, But I can't imagine all the work on top of that, looking also at my life and my routine to manage. So what has helped you manage all this routine, like to have your time for yourself in the morning, which you make sure you can focus on work and, you know, and not worry about the other areas of life? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, actually, I have... I, I like I like my children. I like my husband, <laughs> but uh, I also like to work. You know, I like to spend the time with them, but I also like to spend the time working, because it's like part of me, and it's about my self development. Yeah, and I would say that there is, there are some people. I just I remember that I made this list of all my roles. And you know, this like it's very interesting in instrument that you just make four columns, and in one column you just what you just write down everything. What you what do you do? Then what do you want to do? Then what do you have to do? Then uh, what do you what uh, you don't want to do? And then what you should do to come to the next level? And once a year, perhaps twice a year it depends on the year 
I just make this uh, map of all. I just count that I have nine roles in my social life. And then, you know, it just when you have everything, all the stuff in your head, it's uh, very hard to to see what is what is exactly in your life. And when you put uh, everything on the paper, you just see the, or the whole picture and then you understand what you can delegate somebody, what inspires you and give you energy so you just leave it to yourself, what can develop you. And the idea is that the best thing you can do is everything that you do in those last column when what should I do to go to the next level. And regarding my personal life, perhaps some home life, I just shared some of my obligations with another people. I have a nanny who helps me with my kids. And actually, now we have a new one for their smallest son. He's a year and a half. And for the next two elder children we have a nanny for almost 12 years and she was all the time with me and actually i have a person who helps me in uh, in house um, with some housework but the only thing i left for myself is cooking because it inspires me uh, i like to cook and it gives me some energy it's like they think the same thing is in my job. Like when I'm working, I just see what should I do like a CEO? Or what can I do like, uh, I don't know, person who, who is in charge of some legal or finance block, consulting or taking advice from our accountant or a lawyer. And I'm trying to delegate some, some tasks. So it gives an opportunity for people to develop and it uh, gives you some spare time to work uh, on those areas where you see that it will be some development for the company to develop myself in the role of CEO. So I just share some instrument and some thoughts that delegation is uh, one of them. Think you can find the time for everything you want. As my husband to like to repeat that the question is in priority. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing the tools you have shared. I would take that away as well. And for other people in big roles of responsibility with a personal life, just this mental model that you describe when you break down in different questions, like I would say coaching questions, like what should you do, what gives you energy and select and, uh, you know, delegate, cut and applying that as well to the personal life, which is not something we talk about often, but there's, there's a reality of responsibility also as a, you know, as a mother, that's also how you organize yourself, which is very valuable also to understand like how does it enable you to take your function as CEO and also be, you know, accomplished woman with your passion, the things you like to continue. So it's a great, I think it's a great example, shows a lot of uh, discipline as well, how, you know, to get the life you want by doing this work. Quick question about it. How do you come up with this model? Is it like through coaching that you get that or you learn by yourself reading? How did you create this mental model for yourself over the years? Actually, it was uh, because of some reading. Yes, uh, I was reading some different books and actually I'm deep into psychology and coaching 
and now I'm learning and studying uh, to be a business and personal coach. I decided to implement coaching methods in management of the company. So I just want to, but uh, some of like, you know, basics, some basics is from the books uh, actually, and some advice of uh, my friends who are also in, um, in business. And last year I was in um, a good uh, project. Uh, it was a study of coaching university. They give very good practice. It's not about uh, only about your mind. It's about three components. So they give work with your body, with your brain, and actually with your spirit. So intuition. So they gave a lot of instruments of this and you know this practice uh, or this instrument was was born and is is developed every time uh, when i can find something new to add there to this map to help me what is going on in my life today and what do i want i just remember one of the questions of my psychologist he just told me ivana you have all these now yes and what do you have what do you uh, want to have i just told him i want to have like this one and he told me but you can't come doing the same things to another goal uh, you just need to do different things to make something new try something new to come to the mm. new goal and this uh, question was is also like one of the question i used to ask on myself yeah Wow, super nice. I want to say again, Ivana, I'm really impressed about yeah, how you've grown yourself, like really self-motivating and uh, with these materials and you apply for yourself. So thanks a lot for sharing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, switching gears a bit then on another topic, which also is important for me and uh, at Rise and Play is diversity and inclusion. And so also a big topic in gaming right now. But I wanted to know more your position about it How are you approaching it with AB Games or personally? What are the actions you're taking? Tell me more about that. Very nice question. Very deep, I would say. And actually, regarding AB Games, we do not have specific strategy focusing on diversity and inclusion. But it's like it is in development and it's like it's some some mm-hmm. somewhere in the air. So I can say that we have some focus, but as you see, you can see in the from the project of AB Library, it's uh, like a core core value of the project uh, this diversity. I just believe that something new, something some innovation can be born uh, due to diversity. And that's why uh, I believe in equal possibilities for everybody. Uh, I I believe in people. Actually, I'm. Uh, if if you would ask me, Ivana, what CEO you are, I would say I'm CEO about the people. So um, I like this uh, your idea, your people-centric approach. I share it a lot, and I would say that uh, I believe in people and they, that they ha- mm-hmm. everybody has possibilities to come to create to build something something new and everybody come to this world to create like every of a person is 
a creator, like if to say perhaps the smallest one, the creator of his life. And we can have other examples, but uh, I share all the principles of diversity and inclusion. And we try to work with different ages. We try to work with, with both uh, genders. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that we have specific focus, but I can say that I feel that there is some discrimination of it. So uh, I like and share the values of diversity. And I would say we will implement more developing the company and we would like to go out uh, from for the borders of Ukraine and to have another people from another countries uh, working here while we will implement our strategy as international company as a global company and uh, and we have such a, a view such a vision but in some time to to come to the next step Thanks for sharing this and then a bit uh, on more your personal anecdotes. So you uh, entered in games with a position quite important, you know, like in law, but uh, especially as a CEO. And I wanted to ask you if ever in your experience, it's been a challenge for you that you could feel as a female CEO, whether in your own organization or towards the community, what has been your experience there? Definitely, is it was a challenge for me to come from another industry, IT industry, service industry, quite differs a lot from game industry, where there are so many creative people working here, so many interesting people. You know, just game industry combines artists, uh, like narratives, writers, game designers, like analytics. A so huge mix of different specialities here. It was a big challenge for me just to feel the time okay. You know, this basic principle, you are okay. <laughs> you are not uh, deep into it, but you will know, you will discover everything. You will, you will know how it's working. You just need some time. And I would say that it was the hardest thing when it wasn't connected some other people. But it was some thoughts uh, in me when you just ask yourself that you just feel that I I don't know what they are talking about. So I need uh, to know what they are talking about. Then I just go and ask some of colleagues, some of friends for just to explain me how does it work. uh, Why it should be like this, but not this. So it was the main challenge yeah as you share again already about the challenges maybe for the audience to understand more as your role today as a ceo can you share maybe what are the main tracks that cover you know your responsibility and your work as a ceo so actually together with owner we are working on the vision on the strategy of the company also i'm responsible for recruiting hr legal finance, administrative things in the office. I am uh, work with, actually, I decided that I like to talk with people. So I take some teams in a coaching, like one-to-one as HR, just to know what uh, people are living, mm-hmm. uh, what people are living with, what inspire them, 
what problems they, they have, what are their thoughts about their development, development here in the company and in general as a personality. So, and we, uh, together with HR, we make such talks with teams, but I'm responsible for one part of them, two projects and, uh, and one, like 70 people I have. But it's not responsibility of a CEO, it's just my wish to be closer to people. So actually that's it. I, I'm not working with production. So we have producers uh, separately and producers responsible for every game. They're responsible for, they have some, uh, their KPIs for their games. And mm -hmm. also I have some KPI as CEO of the company in general. Yeah, and I would say if you were responsible of KPL of games, there must be something a bit wrong. <laughs> I don't think you should be anyway, so it totally makes sense what you're responsible for. And uh, through these years as a CEO, what's your biggest mistake that you could make in this role and also, you know, what you learned from it? Oh, you know, I would say that perhaps my personal expectation were my biggest mistake because Sometimes you just know that you have your, your own expectation. You want to see some situation like this or some solution like this. And it should be managed uh, in respect uh, to other people and actually the situation, if it is regarding the situation in itself. So, because it's not only my point of view. You know, there are some situations of people uh, which are triggering you. So, a personal situation... And to reveal it and to cope with it, I would say it's my personal challenge. So I just believe that inner conflict mm -hmm. shows the way of my development and my rise. So I need just to accept the situation or as a person or as, as is, or to try to find in what way should I rise? Where should I found uh, this pain? Because pain is something that showed me the direction to my development. So I would say that I just to, to manage the expectation. All my mistakes I have is my, uh, because I wasn't able to manage my expectation at that time. Yeah, it's also wisdom. I think one thing I will remember what you said now, like through the pain, a pain is a signal that this is your opportunity of growth, you know. Yeah. Uh, the natural thing is to look away it's like oh stay away from the pain but you seem to do the opposite it's like if it's here it's for a good reason and it's to help me develop further uh, so it's great it shows a lot of wisdom and uh, resilience you know because the natural again is to move away from the pain but you understand that it's for your development and seem very committed to it so that's that's very impressive again part of the self-management of a CEO very inspiring and the stress also is part of life. I understand that you're also very busy with many things and things that you don't control. So what are your methods, tools to cope with the stress, you know, of daily life and your responsibilities? Actually, uh, I have uh, different methods to uh, cope with my stress. And perhaps um, I need uh, some time for self-reflection. And to have this, I have swimming, running, and yoga. Sometimes I try to meditate, but I uh, can't say now that it is my way to cope with stress. 
perhaps just some cardio and like running and swimming and just some walk to have a fresh air to make your head fresh and these breathing techniques they also helps mm-hmm. a lot and also there is a book physical intelligence and there there are a lot of different techniques i have to to work with stress using breathing techniques i like them a lot i check it out this book i don't know about it i will send you a link yeah awesome i don't know about it but it sounds interesting i've been doing also a lot of yoga meditation and running and i can relate to that it's uh, free your mind you know sometimes we are too much in our head and we we need to go back to the body and uh, be present you know centering yourself back to your body and our breath very good practices yeah and also i have a psychotherapy and uh, he is coaching sometimes when i need to discover what's going on and i need to go out from some mental model I need another person who can help me, who can ask me some question, just for me to see mm-hmm. the situation from another point of view. That's great. Thanks for sharing. So I have been also been in with this psychotherapy too. It's really funny as you share, you know, what you're doing, but I have a lot of similar things. And for the same reason, to show blind spots, you know, because we are limited with our own thinking and our own mind. And sometimes where we have specialists in different areas, whether, you know, coaching, self-development, but more psychotherapy, where it's really questioning deeper things, you know, beliefs you have of your life, of how you should run your life. That comes in the discussion. This is a moment of growth. It's really funny, actually, that you mentioned these tools really openly, because I can tell you as well that I, I share some of them, like, very openly. So thanks for sharing again. It's great. Thank you. All right, and to close the podcast, I have three hot questions. So I'll start with the first. So what are the next big steps for you with AB Games and how can we help? We are in the process of developing new hits and now we're working on some new projects like NDA and I can Mm -hmm. give more details. But uh, actually, we expect it's launching at the end of this year, I hope. And also AB Library, We are going to develop it to make it as a portal to connect the world game dev industry with Ukrainian one and just to make Ukrainians developer to make them closer to any other world famous artist or game designers or game developer from all over the world through live talks as we have with you and podcasts and some meetups. And like actually the biggest point is to make the company this step, I would say not step, but jump to become international. But it's like a challenge. But the next step is just to make two new games. And uh, where you are today, who was your biggest inspiration, you know, as a role model, whether it's in games or, you know, fictional or real, what inspired you to be you, you know, today? Actually, I have several people who inspires me a lot. Mm-hmm. If to talk about gaming industry, I like Ilka Pananen and Supercell as a company. I, I admire like both Ilka as a CEO and Supercell as a company. His role model for me as a CEO. Uh, if to talk about other people, I would say that, you know, perhaps they are more spiritual who just help me to look at the world simpler, 
to take their things around simpler and to some people from yoga, uh, my coach, these are people who just helped me to open my eyes uh, for the world around. And also there are some businessmen uh, in Ukrainian industry and uh, world IT industry, which I admire. And, uh, and uh, at last, if you had one thing you wish to change right now in the industry, what would it be? Actually, no. here in Ukraine, we have so many talented people. And I wish Ukraine could be one of the top locations of the world's game industry one day. So with this aim, we set up Ukrainian Game Dev UA Association. I just show to the world that here in Ukraine, we have so many talents. And our talents can produce new hits, road hits. Totally agree. I'm connected actually quite well with the Ukrainian community and amazing talents, amazing people as well to work with. So I can double down on this message. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, we reached the end, Ivana. It was a great pleasure. And thanks again for sharing so openly, you know, your journey, your life, how you manage your very busy life, but also with serenity, wisdom, and discipline. Thanks again for being here. Thank you, Sophie, just for inviting me to be your guest. I'm very pleased with it. And I hope that your project will also prosper and develop. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this new episode of Raise and Plague podcast. If you enjoyed the content and want to support what we're doing, rate and review the podcast, spread the word about it. If you'd like to contribute to the change too, reach out to me on LinkedIn for a collaboration. You'll find all the rest of the content on riseandplay.io, including my free masterclass on conscious leadership. Until the next time, 